Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It feels good just to have a nice, easy win, doesn't it? You know, and not have another clutch game. I almost forgot what that was like, but that was tonight. And that was something that I desperately needed because as y'all know, I was recently just at the Dolphins game where they had a 99.9% chance of winning before they blew it. Uh, that was the worst Dolphins game I've ever been to. And I went to the game last season that was Joe Flacco versus Skylar Thompson and it ended 9-6. to but it was still, you know, a fun weekend. Uh, I was back in Fort Lauderdale for the time. Uh, that's why I haven't posted a game recap for a few games. But I'm back. And if y'all been watching the channel, you know something else that I got to do back in Fort Lauderdale was meet my guy, Kamehameha Kez Jr. If y'all can see the picture right there without the, the ring light sticking in there. Yeah, man. I met Jaime Jaquez over at Daylin Mall in Miami. Got his autograph on the picture. I got a whole video about it. It's the last one on this channel if y'all want to go check that out. Uh, and since I met Kamehameha Jaquez Jr., the man is averaging like 17 points on 55%, shooting 40% from three. And that continued tonight where he was absolutely phenomenal. You know, when I met Jaime Jaquez, uh, but you know, met, like I waited in line for three hours to get an autograph, spoke to him for five seconds, got a picture and dipped. But in those five seconds I got to speak with him, I said, keep teaching the kids the footwork, something that I think is such a lost art. And moves like this is exactly what I'm talking about. Driving in the spin move to split both defenders and finish with a nice layup. Running in transition to do the little, ooh, ooh, Euro, little left-hand layup there. I think it was a left-hand layup. What He's awesome and he is so 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 skilled for his age for any age you don't see a lot of players nowadays that have that kind of skill set that he has because like i said the footwork is a lost art and that's something that he's awesome at and i know i'm gonna sound like a broken heart preaching that over and over and over again but he's just that awesome even the heat twitter account tweeted out hame is good y'all because what else can you say uh, he finished tonight off the bench with 17.6 rebounds and eight assists 7 of 16 shooting, so a little less efficient than usual, but he was 2 of 2 from 3, which is something that you love to see because earlier in this year, I'm talking very early, like week 1, week 2, we thought that his weakness was the 3-point shot. No, he's very, very efficient from there. He picks and chooses his spots, and he's just so his IQ is so high, and I'm very excited to meet my friend, Jaime Jaquez. Uh, can I call him my friend? I, I don't think so. He definitely doesn't remember me, but... He was a nice guy for the five seconds that, you know, I, I met him uh, and it was nice of him to take time out of his day and be out there for all those fans, even though he was getting paid to do it, I'm sure. But there was like 500 people there or so. And I think he stayed to get everyone. I, I don't really know. I left when I was done. I was waiting for three hours. But other, uh, outside of him on the bench tonight, you all, <laughs> excuse me. I'm so I'm so excited talking about a nice he win. I don't know how to act. You had Jamal Kane who... <laughs> One of his first shots of the game was an air ball three-pointer that was like four feet short of the net. That was embarrassing. I would think a kid like that might lose a lot of his confidence after a shot like that. But no, sir. The man came out stroking that thing uh, in the second half. And let me check how many points he finished with. Let me make sure it wasn't more than I thought. No, he finished with 14 points. which And he was only 5 of 12, too. Uh... But he's impactful out there. You know, you know he's pretty solid defensively, uses his athleticism and all that stuff. Speaking of athleticism, the nasty pass from Hame in the fourth quarter where you had Jamal Kane go back door and grab with the two-hand back scratcher, yam it down. He's a very fun player to watch, and I look forward to him continuing to develop in this league. Uh, and maybe by next year, maybe he'll be like a really real rotational player. 
And Nikola Jovic probably still won't play because I, I don't know what's up with that. I, I do know what's up with that. He's just not good enough. But it's sad because like the rest of y'all, I do like Nikola Jovic as well. Uh, also on the bench today, you had a guy that I think we all wanted to see step up with Bam at about once again, missing time, was Thomas Bryant, who I think has been unfairly getting a lot of slack recently just because people are, people are starting to act like he's another Dwayne Devin or Cody Zeller. He's not. He's much better than those guys. And the one thing I love about him is his aggressiveness. Had the great dunk today where he went up with two hands and yammed it on Buddy's head after using his size to put into the guy. Something that this Heat team has needed forever is just someone who has size. Pause. But that's exactly what he has. And I like his effort. He even had some hustle plays in the second half where he missed like back-to-back tip layups and dunks. So he still is what he is. He's not, you know, awesome. But he did finish tonight with 11 points and 9 rebounds. So... You like seeing that from him. The other center in the starting lineup that you really wanted to see step up was Orlando Robinson, who's been playing phenomenal. And I think we all agree that when Bam comes back, there's no debate who the backup center should be. That's going to be Orlando Robinson. Now, he wasn't great today. Only six points, four rebounds in a total of 12 minutes. Uh, Was he in foul trouble, though? Not really. Only two fouls today. Uh, They just decided not to use the big men as much. Maybe it's because... The, uh, the Hornets didn't have Mark Williams and Spo likes to match, you know, do matchups and all this stuff. Uh, or maybe it's just because Orlando Robinson wasn't great. But regardless, I don't want to count tonight, uh, you know, use tonight as what he is. We've seen he's a lot better than this, which is pretty good. Even a guy that you're talking could stretch the floor from three. That is obviously very impactful just for obvious reasons on this team. But my favorite thing about him is his hustle. Even saw that in his play tonight, we had Caleb Martin tip a couple times. And where is Orlando Robinson? He's right where you need him to be in the paint, tipping up the boards and getting the rebound in. Where you have guys like DeAndre Ayton who keep their ass 10 feet out of the paint because they don't want to deal with the bodies. Orlando Robinson is in there. And I absolutely love that about him. Elsewhere in the starting lineup, probably the story of the game is Duncan Robinson, who was on fire at 16 and a half points on the anonymous player prop betting app that doesn't sponsor me so i won't say their name easy easy over when you heard the news that obviously tyler and bam were so out but you heard the news that jay rich was out you knew duncan was going to come in and, and step up like he's been doing all season and he finished tonight with 23 points your leading score for the heat on six and nine from three what can be said about duncan robinson that hasn't already been said the answer is nothing. He's continuing an awesome season. And every game that goes by where he continues to play like this, my confidence is just going to keep going up and up and up. Uh, on the opposite side of things, uh, I did bet the under on Kyle Lowry, who was literally perfect tonight, if I do recall. Five for five. So you're welcome, Kyle Lowry. Because when I take the under on you, you start doing things like this. And I don't know the last time Kyle Lowry shot a, or made a shot that wasn't a three-pointer or a far mid-range jump shot. But he had one of them tonight. Now, the rest were threes. But he played very well. And, I mean, he's continuing on what's in a very efficient shooting season. He just hasn't been shooting that much. Uh, but, hey, he had a great game tonight. I'll give it to you, Kyle Lowry. Notice whose name we haven't said yet, though. It's Jimmy Butler, who really didn't have to do anything today. Didn't even have to play the fourth quarter. Neither did Kyle Lowry, which is very good because they do play the Chicago Bulls tomorrow night. Or tonight, depending on when you're watching this. Uh... Friday, Thursday night. Thursday night they play the Bulls. So you like seeing those two guys uh two guys get a rest. But even then, Jimmy Butler still had what's that? 15 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds all over the place. He is the best like quiet statistical player in the NBA where it looks like he's do- does nothing and he has damn near a triple double at the end of the night. So he didn't have to do anything tonight. They didn't need it, which is what you love to see, especially when you're missing Tyler and Bam. Having these other guys step up is just awesome. 
recently that's been Caleb Martin not so much tonight but he did have a nice nice fourth quarter I think he only finished with nine points here it is 9.66 rebounds uh and of course he had another toe on the line three the greatest toe on the line three player in the entire NBA whenever he hits a three now I say oh no his toe is on the line half the time I end up being right and that was tonight but he uh, was okay tonight, but he's been a guy that you can see has finally gotten healthy, and we're starting to see that that playoff Caleb Martin that we saw last year, pre-NBA Finals, where, where he was pretty terrible. Uh, but that's pretty much all I got to say on the Heat side. On the Charlotte Hornets side, they had a couple guys ball out. Yeah, Terry Rozier, Brandon Miller, uh, Mikel Bridges, Gordon Hayward. All those guys played very, very well. Uh <laughs> I was rooting hard for Hawkes to outplay Brandon Miller, which we said Hawkes finished with 17. Miller only ah uh, Miller finished with 18 because Miller got hot in that fourth quarter. And I have a very strong agenda right now to, to keep boosting up Hame Hawkes in the uh, the rookie of the year ladder. Because I think right now NBA.com had him at like four behind Wemby Chet and, and Brandon Miller. But you can't trust NBA.com. They're gonna try to push the guys that, that were the highest picks in the draft because you know about promotion and they try to push these names on you. How may Hawkes is a better player than Brandon Miller? Hell, he's a better player right now than Weminyama because how can you put a guy that's lost 16 straight games in, in that rookie of the year conversation? I, if you lose 16 straight games, you should not be eligible for any awards whatsoever. That's That should just be a rule. Hey, maybe, maybe I'm a hater. Uh, but he did take care of business tonight. Uh, I didn't like seeing Miles Bridges out there, though. Am I the only one that feels a little weird, like, seeing him on the court with fans rooting for him and not, like, in jail? Like, Draymond Green today just got suspended indefinitely, which is crazy. Just because you don't really hear that often. Usually, the NBA puts a, a limit on when they, or how long a player is suspended. And, like, what, he's awful, obviously. But, like, he's not a worse human than Miles Bridges, who was playing basketball. And yeah, Miles Bridges did have a suspension, but most of that suspension was, was when he wasn't even like allowed to play anyways legally. So he really didn't get suspended that much. And even if you say he did, that's not enough. He should be in jail. Uh, that's just kind of annoying to watch. It, it's, it's kind of frustrating to be honest. Uh, and I think it's weird every time I see him play how it seems like everyone forgot about that. But anyways, that's really all I got to say about this game. So let me know what y'all think down in the comments below. It's good to be back here. Make sure y'all check out my last video, the Hame Hawkes video. Uh, and I have a Miami Dolphins video before that, too. I'm going to keep riding with the Dolphins, even though it looks like it might be same old Dolphins. They got a chance to, to prove me wrong. I'm, I'm still holding out hope for them. Other than that, leave a like. Subscribe if you enjoy. Do all that good stuff to, good stuff to help the algorithm boot, boost this video out to everyone. I need to stop talking and go to bed. I'll see y'all next time. Peace out. Look, pull up in the city trying to get that dead fast. fast. Do it on my own. I don't need no dead weight. Had to kill them off. Yeah, I need a head space. You know this homegrown bitch don't offend me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.